Good morning, listeners. Good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this. It's a lovely Wednesday. Footy's starting to really build up. Yeah. Ramping Round up. nine coming up. You dare say the contenders from the pretenders is starting to show. Starting to break up a bit. Starting to break up. Some were a shock. Richmond, everyone had them in there, eight. They don't look like getting out of the bottom four at the moment, even though they beat West Coast. It wasn't convincing. Not so. sure that I had Richmond in me, eight. You hate them, so. Uh, you did does it mean I'm wrong? I think you did your eight based on love. You didn't have Port in your eight because you hate them too. Speaking of, uh, Junior Rioli. Ten weeks. Ten weeks? Yep. Fuck Disgrace. Off. You're a dickhead. I'm still, baff- I'm still baffled to understand what the fuck happened. Dead said, I thought they were going to look for a sniper. Cause a a rifleman <laughs> on the grassy knoll. So who is on the fucking scoreboard that has shot Ridley? Because he's run past him and then he went down like a... What did you say? It was like a backhand. Yeah, so the trailing armies. And you believe it's de- uh, deliberate? Well, he's, he's chosen to bump and made contact with the head. So, ten weeks. Chosen to bump? I don't think he bumped, did he? Oh, bump, shepherd, whatever you want. <laughs> a l- illegal shepherd, not within 15 metres of the ball. You're, you're serious. You think it's 10 weeks? Maybe not 10. I still can't even see how he hit him, let alone it being a suspension. But Well, he's got a concussion, so it yep. wasn't, wasn't from fresh air. When I hit my head on the fridge this morning, I probably got a concussion from that. If someone farts and I'll fall over, they're going to blame that. Maybe really had concussion earlier. Maybe it's delayed reaction. Good to go through the film, actually. I'm not, but maybe someone at Fox could. <laughs> I'd, I'd go through it. Huh? I'd go through it, but I don't want to get Rioli off. So. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Podcast host reveals the reason why Ridley fell over. Got shirt fronted at ten minutes. A week earlier. after a week after Rioli suspended. <laughs> well, we'll get into the tribunal because there's a fair fair shit show that's going on, no doubt, with a few different players. But um Should we <clears throat> should we save the main one till last? No, we'll do it all in one hit. Okay. Because we could do a whole show on that tribunal decision. But um before we get to that, let's review the round. Okay. There were some predictable wins. There were some wins that you thought would happen, but... Uh, well, Friday night, I thought it was fairly predictable. You did. Did you tip them? Um, on one lot of tips, I did. <laughs> oh, the old hedge your bets over fucking nine competition. No. Yeah. No. That's exactly no, what you've done. that's not exactly what I've done. <laughs> that other tipping comp uh, that we're in. Yeah. <clears throat> The one where they shot me down when I said Brisbane win tonight. Yeah, and and I said during the game, oh, I've tipped them. And then Saturday morning, I'm like, I haven't put my tips in. So you did tip them then because you get the away team? No, I think in that you, you dip out. Well, you get a zero. Yeah. What fucking kind of tipping comp is that? Surely you got to get the away well, team. Well, I haven't. I actually haven't said that. I haven't, no, I haven't looked. It was blank. It had a dash there. Yeah. So. So you, should, you should have a look. See what you got. But Brisbane did what uh, I said would happen, uh, but mainly because coming back from WA, uh, I don't think people realise how big, and I didn't at the time think how big that uh, how big effect that has on players. 
um, coming back and especially if you choose not to stay the night there like certain team did recently and, and come home that night and get home at three in the morning, um, that has an effect. And then they played on a Friday, so they had not even a seven-day turnaround. Um, they got a six-day turnaround. Carlton looks like a side who was a little bit laboured, a little bit tired and Brisbane... Absolutely no, steamrolled no, them. That didn't look like a tired side. They're just no good. Whoever Carlton are playing this week, they'll win. There you go. Heard it here first. Uh, incorrect. Who are they playing? They're playing the Bulldogs. Yeah, they'll be the Bulldogs. Eighth versus seventh. They'll be the Bulldogs. Mm, can't say it. Can't say it. All right. Well, that can be in our tips. We'll wait for that bit at the end. But, uh, yeah, they steamrolled them. You know who's hot at the moment? Charlie Cameron. Oh. Just... I think he's on an average of about 4.7 in the last five games. And... Take out Jeremy Cameron's bag of And he's ten. a bloke... He's got the Coleman. Yeah. Although, <coughs> um, Charlie Kurnow's the highest rated forward in ch- by champion data for so, so far for the season, which I don't understand how that can be because he's a fraud. And he gets goals if he gets free kicks. Is he an overrated player? He's like absolutely Paul? overrated, like most Carlton players. No, I don't think he's overrated. Hey? He's not overrated. Kerner. Do you know what overrated means? Yeah. Okay. Obviously you don't. I just I just think you're completely lacking in football knowledge if you think Kerner's overrated. He's I'm not saying he's shit. <laughs> which Which most people think... Most people, you probably included, think when someone says someone's overrated. Oh, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I think, you dickhead. I'm just saying he's nowhere near as good as what everyone says he is. I think when you've got a key forward that can clunk him anywhere and his only downside is his, his accuracy at goal. But um, I don't think he's overrated, no. Mm, okay. Agree to disagree. You still think so Bont? Caesar can just be wrong. Do you think Bont is overrated still? Um, not as overrated as Crips. <laughs> the Brownlee Medalist? Yeah. 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 He's having a hangover. Hang anyway, on. We, hang we've, on. We've diverted. Hang on. We, we hear every week from people how shit umpires are. So so just because you win a Brownlee medal doesn't mean anything. Is anyone else you want to put in the scope? Anyone else you want to crack at the moment? Mm. No. We'll wait. Not just yet. We'll find someone. Uh, and as we spoke about, Richmond got it done against West Coast after starting very ordinary. Oh, that would poop to start with. Yeah. And I thought I sat there. I, and I was, I was like, actually, could they? I, I had Richmond in the multi. I was like, oh, I'd take a loss. <laughs> take a loss of the multi to see oh. West Coast win with one person of their squad not playing uh, that were actually fit. Mm. Um, yeah, that, w- that could have been a disaster. But they got the de- Got the deal done. I reckon he's Lynch back soon for them because they are missing him. It Hang shows on, when how he got, important he is. When he got, oh, or did he? He got off that suspension, didn't he? Yeah, but then so he was rubbed. But out he broke it. his foot at the same time. Uh, yeah, was it or navicular or? The thing is said he was coming out for six weeks. Now yeah, it's probably coming up five or six. I don't know. Have to be close. He's that important to that side. It's not funny now, and it is glaring. <coughs> glaring since he was out that mm. they are nothing without Tom Lynch. Yeah. Um, Rewalt, he's filled the gap for a bit, but he's 30 fucking nine yeah. years old. <laughs> However he old 34, is. I think. 34, he's not moving as well. But Lynch is the most important player in that side. 
um, which is yeah, it's, it's made it it's made it very obvious. So if they get him back, maybe they'll string a few wins together. I don't think they can make the eight. No, I don't think that. I think they're too far behind now. What, where are they sitting? Their coach, he deserves to be me in my crosshairs. In your crosshairs, yeah. Why? See some of the comments he makes. Yeah, he's just a pissed off coach at the moment, wouldn't you be? He's just. He's, he's making some silly statements, but I think it comes from a place a place of despair and fucking shatteredness because he knows. Could, could he coach Port Adelaide next year? Yeah, we've spoken about that before. I think that's a very good target for him. Yeah. But in saying that, is Ken not the right person? Who, 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 mm. I, if, if Port make top four, go to a prelim, let's just say Port make a grand final. There's no way in hell Ken's not at that club unless he chooses not to be at that club. Don't you think? Yeah, probably. Well, they're not going to sack you. Make a GF shortly. So, yeah, uh, what did he do? He had um, knocked back a five-year deal from Essendon last year or something. Who? Ken. I don't think it was officially offered to him. Didn't have to, no one to do that interview bullshit. We want you to apply for the, we need to go through the process. Uh... No, I think that was before the process was mentioned. Mm. Someone mentioned it this week about Ken's loyalty, that he knocked back a A four- or five-year deal. Loyalty in professional sports is not not the smartest move these days because the moment it turns... Not not particularly relevant. Cut you quicker than a uh, piece of fruit. Um, That's the worst analogy I've ever produced. I'm sorry. I'm disgusted in my own self for that. It's probably not your worst, actually. You have some really ordinary analysis. Anyway, <coughs> on that same day, Adelaide went down to uh, Geelong. Tell you what, the 26-point margin. One, inc- one, one little moment changed in that last quarter when there was four minutes to go. Keezy should have gold and because he, I think, fucked around a little bit too much. He went one more. He should have just kicked the goal. Was either smothered or touched on the line, so it didn't even register behind. Went down the other end, kicked the goal. So it went from bringing the margin back to four points to all of a sudden going out to 18. Is that when uh, the commentators points. were saying how good Buse was? Oh, it was Buse who did it. A, and, then, and then just hung on to keys for the next 15 minutes? He did. Yeah. Well, the commentators did. No, no. Buse was just hanging on to keys and what? Keys didn't have the ball. Oh, really? I missed that one. Yeah. Uh, but I think. Uh, I'm not bitter about it. People are like, oh, Adelaide. No, no. They're starting to shit the bed again. I'm like, you've gone down to Geelong and you yeah. had your chances to win that. Yeah. Um, just shut up, you whinging pricks. I wasn't happy with our coach, though, some of his comments at the end of the game. Elaborate. They brought up about goal kicking and... Yeah. What was that last week? Might have been last might have been week. Last they week. kicked 11 goals, six. Yeah. So it was accurate kicking, but I think the issue with Adelaide was there wasn't enough shots on goal. So that's yep. what, 17 shots to 28. Mm. So, I mean, Geelong probably should have won by more in the end. Um, but uh, the, the margin was what it was. They, uh, they think they needed uh, – they do need a few more avenues to go. Because when Howard's text um, – 30. 34? Yeah, maybe. So he's your leading goal kicker. You got two from Rankin. You got two from Pedler. Um, where, where, Tilthorpe, did he kick a goal? No. Um, needs to do more. Fogarty didn't kick a goal, so <coughs> Tilthorpe needs to do a lot more. For yeah. and look, I've said a couple of times, but when you go number one, there's obviously going to be that pressure. And 
people say he didn't go number one. Yes, he went number two officially, but uh, th- he's got to be doing more, I think. He had that one good game against Port, which was fantastic, but you need to see that, at least that attack and that being in the play and taking grabs every every week. Yeah. Um, but I think the best thing, well, his saving grace is there's nothing in the twos that's looking to take his spot. Himmelberg's not doing much. Um, what's the other guy that kicked five? Gallant. I think he's doing all right, but he's not the same type of player. But I really, I really think we need to get more out of Phil Thorpe. Who comes in to replace Murray? Who's is he injured? Concussed. For fuck's sake. Uh, I don't know. Who else? Who, who's in defence playing twos? Frankie Worrell. Well, Worrell's come in, hasn't he? Um, Murray's the most underrated player this year. Does not, get AFL. does not get mentioned. Does not even get um, any sort of recognition. He's shutting down all the key defenders. He's put on a lot of muscle. Yep. He uses the footy. Um, <coughs> yeah, completely underrated. His use is actually pretty good for a... Yeah. Because I mean, you know, ge- generally it's not something that you hang hang the hat on nah. of, a, of a, a full Rock 8 key defender like... Didn't get a goal out of Keezy this week. Either. Sorry, just reading the stats as we're talking. Um, but, I mean, Adelaide's got, got a chance to go again this week. Again. Saints. Saints. So. We'll beat them. We'll get to the Saints game, but that has got to be the most boring batshit shoot me in the head game I've seen. I didn't even bother watching the second Oh, the, the North Saints game? North Saints game. Oh, destroys. horrific. Yeah. Absolutely horrific. We get to a playing list that's just no good against the worst negative coach in the history of the game. I mean, if, if North Melbourne only scored 30... And I'm not saying he's the worst coach, I'm just saying his negative style that he yeah. loves. Well, if North Melbourne are scoring 34 points, you'd assume you're winning by 70 or 80 points, wouldn't you? Mm. Only won by 30 points. North Melbourne in the game halfway through the last quarter, which... It was the third, lo- third lowest combined score in the history of that stadium. Are we? Well, Saturday night we rolled on and uh, Melbourne uh, got the chocolates up on the Gold Coast. And, um, it was oh, a good game. Was it, it was a good game, to be honest. I watched yeah. it and it's not like, oh, Melbourne didn't play well. Gold they, Coast played really well and Melbourne matched it. It was a great these game. These idiots in the Melbourne footy media that just love harping on about how shit the Gold Coast are, they've got no idea. No. Like, they are... like. Like someone said on Monday night, oh, it's just another game that they've allowed, they've dropped. It's like, hang on. It's gone all the way to the top side, or yeah. equal top side, like and they're gonna, just fell like, short. Like Melbourne at the end of the year are going to look all right. Like, I think the, the, the thing that probably sits there with Gold Coast is the fact that they, and it's year in, year out, they start slow. They'll always mm. drop three of their first five or, yeah. or three of their first four, and then they're continually... Trying to catch up, catch up, yeah. and they'll start winning the winnable games, but then they might lose a close one to a top side. Now, if you've won, if you've banked a few wins at the start of the year, that loss doesn't matter yeah, as much. It doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. hurt you, but now, mm. and that's why Melbourne, I, and I think that's why the Melbourne media go another one gets away from the Gold Coast because they are trying to play Tra- catch up. Travel to Perth this week, so to play which side? The West Coast. Oh, Gold Coast by. It could be a game where they go over there, and for the first time ever. Tower side up yep. because West Coast at the moment, uh, yeah, West Coast at the moment are in all sorts. They could not win it. They might not win a game for the rest of the year. 
It, it could get to that point. They, they've got to start getting players back, but these players are still... They've got to get match fit too, so they're going to yeah. take three or four weeks to get humming again. Oh, you'd hate to be a... Um, <coughs> It had to be involved at West Coast at the moment because you just and the wouldn't worst see thing any is, light. The worst thing is they're going to get worse because all those old blokes are going to retire. You know what? I actually think the best thing is to, if there's eight, if there's seven of them now, just cut them now. No point. Like, well, sorry, either trade them out yeah. or if they're not, if they've got no contract left, so well, you can find somewhere else because it's it's not of any benefit to keep all of them, like no. a couple of them. But they've just got so. But if you can many. get something for like Gaff from a Melbourne club, and like nothing, nothing special for him. His currency is is null and void at the moment. Yeah. It, it, I watched him the other day, and I was like, "This is a guy that when he signed that contract was getting forty posies a week, yeah. tackles, was a premier midfielder." And it's almost like from and, when he signed and that North contract, Melbourne were willing to offer him. North Melbourne should be rubbing their hands, going, "That was the best fall through ever," mm. and. I mean, at the time when they were trying to get Dusty, Dusty was still probably in his prime. But all the ones that they've targeted that have fallen over, it hasn't been the worst thing for North Melbourne. And in saying that, North Melbourne's second bottom. But what I mean is... That, that's another one. they're outlaying a million dollars a year to gaff right now. Uh, that's I mean, another one. Does Dusty play for Richmond next year? Um, <clears throat> how many years has he got left on that deal? One or two. Maybe one after this. Well, Richmond thought they were in a premiership. They, they thought they could still have another crack at a flag when they brought in Hopper and yeah. Taranto, but I think they overestimated the rest of their list. Um, yeah, because those blokes aren't the issue. They're not the problem. Um, Giants, Bulldogs. <sighs> we'll Giants talk, once. Hold on. There. Last week I was talking about how Giants need to go down to Canberra and make that their home base because you saw the crowd again. Another absolute bumping crowd there. The only problem is, do you know they've won like... One of their last 12 games there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No, it was that bad. <laughs> Channel 7 had a record. And I the think the Bulldogs like... <clears throat> well, Bulldogs play them there regularly. Well, bu- and, and I think they've won like 80% of the games there. Bulldogs won their prelim or their... Didn't the, the Bulldogs... Oh, no, that would have been at Giant nah, Stadium, giant, not at Canberra. Yeah, that was a Giant Stadium where, where uh, Darcy... <laughs> his voice broke as he was commentating. Um, yeah, but I mean, the crowds there—they'd be looking at that, thinking um, they'd want to play there more often because of, of the crowd. But they just can't fucking win a game. That was Is Tommy it, Green. Tommy Green, um, still a bit of an underrated performance this week. Like Everyone's talking about uh, how good Bont's performance was. I'm sorry, Green was better. Yeah. Green was much better. He had a lot better possessions. I think he had about twenty-five contested. Once again, Bond overrated. <laughs> oh, they're overrating his game. They won, so that's probably why he gets the more overration because he was. But you put uh, so Green had three goals as well from a midfielder. Mm. So that's and that and, was, and he wasn't resting forward. They were and, when he was in the midfield and pretty important goals at the time to like yeah and good goals good goals. Um, and we'll come back to that in a sec because I want to have a little chat about that draft year. But um, the other one that uh, the other thing that astounded me was um, I've completely lost oh. what I was about to say. Is it something about Freo oh, or Hawthorne? Sorry, 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 the other Green. Ah, oh. you put Toby Green in that side because he was a laid out. Yeah, I I I say because I tipped GWS and I didn't realise Green was out. You put Toby Green in that side. I believe they win. Yeah, 
And I reckon they win by a few goals. Not just like, oh, yeah, you win by a point. Um, I reckon, here we go. I found it. Giants record at Monica Oval. Get this, because it, it, it threw me a bit. Between 2012 and 2014, nine games, they won one game. Between 2015 and 2018, they played 12 games for 11 wins. So that's like, great. From 2019 to 2023, 10 games, one win again. So they go in ebbs and flows. So so there was that strong period. There was a strong period. When they were strong. When they were strong, obviously. But the average winning margin was 45 points. And uh, now back at Marnica, 10 and... They're one and nine and an average losing margin of 34 points. So Wow. They've really got their, got their window there where they play well. But, um, I mean, yeah, they had a bit of different side back then, but I still think that's where GWS need to eventually land, is in Canberra and be the Canberra Giants. Start at, I know the AFL made GWS to try and get into that Stronghold of um, <clears throat> stronghold of Western Sydney, where it's a, it's, a, it's a heavily NRL and soccer focused. Yeah. Sometimes you don't need to take over every district. You just need to conquer a certain district that's going to make you money. And I believe that's Canberra. And the ACT is a it's a nothing fo- area, but it's a footy territory. Yeah. Like it's well, if it is a footy territory, you don't have to work as hard because it's already got a bit of a territory there that you can build on. Instead of trying to take over a place, why don't you build on one that's got a bit of a, um, a bit of a momentum? I mean, I'm no, it's not exactly like I'm in AFL house, but if I was them, I'd be looking at that thinking that is definitely more of a ground they can build and go, well, we've got more of a chance of building there. It's a nothing, nothing population, whereas West Sydney's got a million people in it. What's the point of having a million people that don't want to have a party game? Uh, it's pretty early on in the... In the Journey. It's pretty early on. What are we, 12, 15 years in? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how much more can you keep funding a side that's getting fucking 5,000 people to a game? I mean, in Canberra, they had 15,000, 16,000 there. It's, a, yeah. it's early in the journey. How long's the journey? Who knows? How long's a piece of string? When a piece of string's on fire, you're just going to fucking... That string's going to disappear real quick. There's another Ripper Luke analogy. Yeah. <laughs> made that one up off the top of my head. Yeah. Equally as rubbish as the cutting fruit. Yeah, you know, you're fucking rubbish. Anyway. <coughs> the, 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 the so Freo Hawthorne. Who cares? Move on. Okay. Freo Belton after someone saying... In Port Essendon. Group chat, get on Hawthorne. Good odds. I said they should be fucking 15 to 1. And they should have been. Uh, just before you go on, Luke Jackson finally decided to play this year. 10 coaches votes. Did he get 10? 10. Was he that good? Eight of the nine games. Did he eat, Were he 10 ru- coaches' votes? I think he rucked a lot more as well. So, lo and behold. Did you hear what I said? No, nah, I don't listen to it. A- eight of the nine games were, were tens. Were they? In the coaches' votes. Only only Collingwood, Sydney I reckon that, wasn't. I reckon that needs to be built up as a more prestigious award. Mm. Coaches' award. Because it's both because coaches it's not vo- sitting together. Because going, it's Who are you voting for? Because it's voted upon by both coaching groups. Yeah. It's it's good because you, you know the plan... You gave to your players and you're voting for them, but you know who hurt you. But how often are they similar? Yeah. Very similar in the in the coaches' votes. It's normally you wouldn't go, Oh, there's a guy that got ten and then there's heaps of twos. Mm. It's always very similar in the voting. Um yeah, so we'll move on from that game. What was the other Sunday game? Port Essendon. Well, Port got out of jail because Essendon 
really. Mm. Phillips kicks that goal, which he has uh, been very good at in front of goal this year. Phillips kicks that goal. It's it's a either a draw or because there wasn't much left, but Port's inaccurate kicking could have absolutely been a lovely Sunday present for me, but it wasn't. <coughs> Port got over the line, um, and then uh, Collingwood Sydney the 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 boo off. Oh, there's a lot to talk about from this game. A lot to talk about. It was the only game in the round where the uh, where a player didn't get ten. My check and Pendlebury both got nine. Pendle got nine. Um, that game was a good game, actually. I thought Sydney, um, well, came back, hit the lead, and I thought, oh, Sydney of old coming back, and they just shut down again. Mm. Or Collingwood just, as they do, turned uh, turned the dial up. But Sydney's <coughs> blokes that we've come to expect a fair bit from, mm. just nothing from them. Like Mills and Heaney, I, mo- I most, most yeah, of the Mil- year. Mills finally... Came out again. Yeah, but he was tagging for a bit, and I think they've just used him in a different role this year, which astounds me because he he used to win so much of that hard footy. Yeah. Um, I think when you got, I think because you got Warner and Gould, uh, Errol, what a name, Errol Gould, and running through the midfield and running hot in the midfield. Um, you see, he got some, he got some fantasy points. So. Did he? Yeah, huge. You love your fantasy points. Oh, I'm just saying he, he got some thirty kicks. Yeah, right. 30 kicks and um, a fair few kicks. He was the second or third highest scorer in fantasy for the weekend. Mm, big score. Um, his, his ball use has been fantastic too. You can see why they've moved him into the midfield because he can... <coughs> sorry, my voice of the microphone. Um, he uh, He's finding the footy and he's finding the hard footy. So it's probably why they're using Mills as an outside runner or a tagger, but I think Mills using it. Would want to be used better, but um, I think Sydney will start to come good. I reckon it's. Um, I was joking the other week saying put a line through them, but you look at Geelong took a while to get going after playing the GF. Sydney nah, have two. Sydney are done. Done. Yeah. yeah, I reckon they can make the eight. Poop. Uh, I'm going to hold you to this. I reckon Sydney will make the eight. I reckon they'll come home. Come home to make that eighth, seventh. I think they've got a couple of good game, a couple of uh, good runs coming up. Now speaking of this game. I, it blew my mind that that's the first time Sydney and Collingwood have played at the G in 13 years. Mm. That astound, that I almost choked when I read that. 13 years they haven't played at the MCG it's against a bit the like side. The that it's a bit like the Adelaide Carlton thing at Adelaide Oval for so long. Yeah, but you think you, if Sydney are coming to Melbourne, they'd be playing at the G and not Telstra Dome or... Oh, so they've been playing at Marvelwoods. Not that they well, just haven't played in Melbourne. Well, I think oh, th- this is also this year. We had a COVID, two COVID years where their home games were played in Sydney. So, but then it's still eleven, though. Yeah, still eleven. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, they did for a while there. That Collingwood Sydney game on uh, tel- at uh, Sid- uh, Stadium Australia was a very much a marquee game for the year, and it will always be played around the. And 10, 11, 12, so you're not really having a return leg. And sometimes that can just come down to fixturing, because if... 11 years, though. That's 11 years in a row that they haven't played either in Victoria or they had to have been... Pl- oh, no, they've been... Must have been, been playing at Marvel. Playing at Marvel. Um, but I think from now on, they'll be playing that game of the G <laughs> when they saw a crowd of 71,000 on a Sunday after afternoon. 
or something Collingwood uh, should be saying is if you're taking if you're taking uh, MCG things off us for like away games, I don't they don't get an allocation of tickets to away games now at the G, yeah, which is ridiculous. Every side should like like if if so, so if the home team doesn't have enough members, the the rest should be open to everyone. Yeah, else. Like, like Collingwood have got a membership package where you buy away games. Are you saying Sydney like maybe had an allocation of 15,000, exhausted it, yet there were still 30,000 seats available? No, that no. Can't be right. No, I'm talking about Collingwood away games. Oh, so it was like Melbourne v Collingwood or Richmond. Yeah, or, or yeah. v Hawthorne. Like. Well, that, we can sit here talking about the crowd. Well, let's talk about the real shit that went on in that game. Um, Franklin was booed for about 10 for about 0.3 of a second, and it's become the biggest story in history when players have been booed the entire year. And and it's because, and they all, well, that, the elephant in the room, because of the good stuff and because they were both Aboriginal, it's now been turned by, I believe, the media. The media spun that up. Even when John, they asked John Longmire yesterday about... about um, but, Franklin, but, he said, but he started. Didn't even hear he him. he started in his press conference. Longmire did, yeah, mm. saying it was. A, and then Sydney's um, uh, press release. The final line of their press release is, "We've been here before." Yeah, I know. So, so I'm not one to defend the idiots in the media, but Sydney have more than pushed this barra. You reckon? You reckon Sydney pushing it? Well, the, the last thing, I, the, the last thing of their press release was we've been here before. Was that well, on Monday or Tuesday though? Well, from the moment the boo went, you could hear the commentators going out. Then you could straight away they were talking about it. it was a story. The media went, "Ooh, oh, geez, remember did, what happened to Adam Goods?" It was a story what, for them. What What did John Longmore say when Jack Ginvan was sitting on the bench at the SCG? And he appeared on the screen, and his yeah. his loyal blood supporters yeah, go fucking him. get yeah. stuffed, blood, whatever, <laughs> infuriates me. Bloods yeah. culture, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, and didn't I didn't hear him boo hooing about booing then? Well, no, no one had a club come out and now, no club made a statement and, when their other and, team, other and, players, were booed this year. And I hate booing. I don't give a fuck. I'm not a booer. I think people that do boo are fucking moronic. Boo! I love to boo. Yeah, you would moron. <laughs> I don't boo. Like, but, but, but hold on. Whether you like it or not, have you ever been to? I'm a allowed fucking, to not like it. Have though. you ever been to a fucking? Well, you haven't. I haven't either. But you see, EPL games when a player goes to a different club, do they not boo? They almost need a fucking escort in and out of the ground. That's just fucking sport. Yeah. Every. Bloody sport has players booed and targeted when they yeah. go to certain cities. Oh, and did Ben Simmons get booed in in um, Philadelphia? Yeah. Fucking oath he did. Yeah, and that booing, bit of theatre, bit of fun, but when they've been gone for five years, get the fuck over it, you morons. Oh yeah, <laughs> like like the continual booing. Like someone said the other day that. Now, I'm not sure how they heard any booing because there was no one there, but the snooze fest between North Melbourne and St Kilda. Oh, Mason Wood. And North Melbourne fans were booing Mason Wood. This is a bloke. This is a bloke that got delisted. Fuckwits. Delisted 20 hours after their last game. Yeah. 
instant dismissal. Got, got. See you later. You're gone. So that, that that's the booing of and people who have left your club, and that. But I, but that's moronic. But they, you, but they can do. They can choose to do that. But it's. No, it, they can choose to do it, but it just proves they're fucking idiots. No, it's fucking 90% of fucking fans at games right. are idiots. Um, it's not, there no there was Crows fans that were booing uh, Frampton. Oh, yeah. He's a bloke that we wouldn't play, <laughs> that someone else saw value in. Dickwits. And then you want to boo him. Yeah, exactly. Stupid. Because he couldn't stay here because, obviously, something had to have happened. But he, but he, the media, sorry, not the media, the AFL, everyone, they're going, how do we stop it? Stop fucking talking about it, for starters. Yeah. That's how you stop it. Now, what was, why'd they boo Franklin? Because he's such a champion, and the opposition players will boo a champion. Everyone from other sides, well, Carey got booed his entire career against every single didn't fucking you, club. Although, didn't you come up with something that might have been another reason for... Oh, for the Dacos stuff, yeah, because every Sydney player went at him and... I think he grabbed him at some point and, just, and did a little jumper punch. Just so quietly. And all of a sudden goes, right, we're going to target him. Just quietly, your, your pathetic coach wants to go, oh, why would you boo a champion in your end-of-game presser? Um, why would you target but, a 20-year-old? But, but, but you send every one of your players out to target a kid yeah. who, who didn't give a stuff. Didn't bother him. I love it how he, he walked away from it. Like, he's like, no, I'll, yeah. let, I'll let me boys fuck yeah. you up. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if he is going to pay his brother and. Uh, I wouldn't have and thought. <laughs> yeah, well, I reckon he will. No, he would. He'll just say, "Hey, my argument is, I just walked away from it. You guys had a tussle. You can pay your fine." Um, I was getting fines for that's ridiculous. I think too. But speaking of fines, we'll, we'll come on. We'll come back to. We'll go. We'll get to those fines in a minute. I thought we we're not talking about that game. No, no, no. which game? The game you're about to talk about. Yeah, we will come to that bit. But um, we haven't even got to tribunal yet. But um, the Collingwood game, um, the Dacos stuff astounds me. What Go out there and physically target him like that. Whatever happened to just saying, all right, you're, whoever, the, your opponent for Dacos today is player X. Just stay next to him. Don't and when he's got the ball. Kick. Yeah, when he's got the ball. Like, like this, this intimidatory, intimidatory. Anyway, no, 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 finish it, finish it. Come in, on, I want to hear it. Intimidatory. Oh. No, is that right? I don't know. I don't reckon that's right anyway. Intimidatory. <laughs> Trying to intimidate a player. Oh, there we go, you got it but out. Intimidating a bloke when he doesn't have the ball. But you're not even intimidating a bloke that's playing in the middle, like in the guts. He's, he's running off. Sorry, he's a worked, half backman. And it worked that well for him. Like, like, it put him off his game so much. He only had 10 possessions in the last quarter. Yeah. Like, still like, still like, is the second highest like, possession like getter in the game. It didn't work. Like, you're fools. And your coach is a fool for trying to do it. Why, why put won't, put well, a tag on it. Put a proper tag, yeah. Put a Cameron Ling tag, a Kane Corns tag. Yeah, it's going to be physical. But that stupid shit they did, it it, it meant fuck all. In the and end. then you go and cry about a bloke getting booed. Exactly. Get stuffed. Um, <laughs> seeing Mitch Robinson sit in the crowd had his medal up, the Mitch Robinson medal. Uh, that was quite entertaining. But um, the, the elephant in the room... Our listeners can't see that. They can't see that, like you're always going. Um, <laughs> the elephant in the room from the weekend, which was uh, the the tribunal is about as... The what? The tribunal. <laughs> what? 
Did I not say it right? Oh, you put an extra R in it. The tribunal. It's getting better. Get fucked. Um, they're about as consistent as seven-day-old gravy at the moment because they, they've now... Van Royen has been... Had his appeal... Or had his match review um, contesting... What do they call it? It's not an appeal because it's an appeal on Thursday. Or were they? No, no that was... That was a challenge. This challenge, is, a, that's this is an appeal. So the challenge was dismissed, which um, as a collective, I, I really haven't seen anyone going with the AFL on this one. Every AFL pundit, commentator, it. media, They've lost it. football supporter, like, everyone is saying, you've lost the plot. Like, and each and every one of them has said, like, everyone admits it's an absolute free kick every day of the week. Yeah. Yeah. I was raising you up yesterday, and you, you, you were like a, you were like the the kid in the class that had ADD. And I just had to poke you once, and you were fucking off and running. I, th- and I thought as soon as we it. get on this, I'm just going to go with that, so, well, and then I'll, I'll get you to say that again, so, and then I'll tee off. <laughs> and now I've got nothing because I've just had my tee off planned. Anyway, oh, listeners, <laughs> yesterday when it went, I was on the phone to the the ever quiet and calm Denial Hurley, and I said. It wasn't even a free kick. And fuck, do you reckon the phone blew up? It was a five-minute rant and I couldn't help but kept prodding. <laughs> I thought he thought he was going to get it here again today, but I didn't know. In all seriousness, it wasn't really a free kick. You're an idiot. Well, he just made a little bit of contact. Maybe a free kick. Broke his neck. <laughs> just because just cause his vertebrae are made from styrofoam doesn't mean it should be a free kick. In all seriousness... He's gone for a spoil, he's running back, and as you do, you look to where the player is going to be, you quickly look up, look back, he's throwing the arm out to spoil. Connected with the footy, by the way, uh, there's a na- camera angle that shows it, it nicks his knuckle and diverts off, and his bicep has, has pushed his head back. I'm less concerned about him getting weeks than I am about the reasoning. Oh, of why they didn't... Jeff, is it Jeff Gleeson? Uh, could be, yep. Um, the tribunal uh, chairman, Sorry. <laughs> keep, keep going. tribunal chairman, his, yeah. his reasoning is the most gobbledygook thing I've ever heard. Can you say that in 2023? Gobbledygook? Yeah. Uh-huh. You're racist, go ahead. <laughs> okay. What did he say again? He said it's, uh, I don't know the reason, you know the reason. I was going to look this up so I could actually repeat it verbatim. But. Oh, well, not verbatim. In other words, he said, yes, we can see that it was a, a contest in football, but any reasonable footballer yeah. would have known he was going to injure the player. Well, first thing Melbourne should do yeah, in tonight or tomorrow, go, um, can you define a reasonable yeah. footballer? And can we, just so we can help our player like, and he can be mentored by this reasonable player, like, can you give me a I list can, of them? I can quite clearly say I'm a shit footballer so so I'm not a reasonable footballer but but what do they mean do they mean reasonable in way of thinking reasonable in Character, ability to play ability, like what reasonable, spoiler, like it's, reasonable it's the defender. most ridiculous thing I've ever heard I um as you and, said earlier and when it's got to be the quickest dis- appeal decision in history tomorrow and when the advocate for the Melbourne player is Adrian Anderson who wrote the fucking rule? Really? Yeah. 
And he would have just He couldn't been, get him off either. He would have just been sitting there going, hang on, I wrote the MRO. I, like, it's his... This is my law. It was his document that put us into the MRO grading and stuff. Uh, it, it, the, the Van Royen being dismissed was one thing that got me fired up last night. It's the fact that Nick Newman... But the problem with that is off after. The, the the problem with the Van Royen one is you got you got your demon rose coloured glasses on. No, absolutely nothing to do with that. It's the fact that he's fucking. Well, he's probably going to get dropped anyway. So they're appealing for. Oh, I don't know if he's going to get dropped, but he, he definitely he's definitely he, going to get probably, dropped. He probably needs to go back. Should should have got dropped two weeks ago. Bit of the pill, but if if they go oh, fuck, we, the lad's probably going to get dropped anyway. But he can't play bloody VFL if he, if they don't get it yeah. overturned. So, yeah. but what I'm saying is. Nick Newman has clearly, deliberately... Gone to elbow, bloke. Not just gone to elbow. He knew what he was doing. He was going to hit him in the head because that's what you do. You're like, fucking bang, I'll hit him in the head. So the AFL... Has it hit his chest first? Doesn't matter. He's hit him in the chin. Yeah. If it's a ricochet, it's a ricochet. The AFL, for the 58th time in the last five years, has just sent a message out again to every player... Same thing happened in round two. If you accidentally tackle someone, they hit the ground. If you accidentally spoil, you hit him in the head. All good. But if you deliberately hit him in the head, you can actually in, fucking go back and play footy. In a non-football act. Yeah. You, like, like it's not part of the game. If you do anything that's not a part of the game, that's all, that's all good. It's but, the most stupid messaging in history and I, I, I can't understand it. How the fuck Same thing happened in round on? two. Gold Coast versus, or Essendon versus Gold Coast. Charlie Ballard, who was oh, Van yeah. Van Royen's, we'll say victim. <laughs> um, we'll call him VR. We'll just call him Rue. Rue, um, yeah. Ballard, uh, who did he hit? Um, Snelling. No, it wasn't Snelling, but it was one of the little block. One of the. I think it was Snelling. No. No. Hope I'm right. I'm gonna look at that after the show because I love proving you wrong. If I'm wrong, I won't admit it. But if he uh, he's elbowed him in the in the chin, and got off as well. Yeah. And he goes, oh, well, I was trying to get him in the chest and got him in the chin. Well, Van Rong was trying to get the ball and I got him in the head. Yeah. But I didn't even punch him in the but head. My bicep But, but at, least trying to, at least trying to spoil the ball is part of the game. Um, like, like, it doesn't matter whether it hits him in the head or in the chest. It's still striking. And that's the other thing. How can that be striking? It's definitely not a strike. Misconduct at a stretch. Rough play. Well, rough play, yeah, no, rough play is probably better than misconduct. I'm not saying it's rough play because it's, it's fucking football. But if they're going to put it in any sort of category, um, it, it would have to be rough play. It can't be striking. He hasn't struck him with anything. It's incidental contact in a football. Uh, it's madness. Madness. The other one at the tribunal was uh, well, Nick Newman. I, I can't even speak about that. That's Van, Van Royen needs to go in with a, with a Carlton tie on. Um, and maybe get Carlton's lawyer or John Elliott. Maybe just get him a bottle of uh, a bottle of Shiraz to. I wrote Cripps. Carlton Blazer. Yeah, yeah, change your name to Cripps. Something because Carlton Carlton have got pictures of someone on that tribunal because they keep getting off for clearly um, clearly suspendable incidents. Uh, but Brad Close at his um, appeal last night. Oh, sorry, his challenge mm. was showing the door. Um, once again, they're trying to make a player um, 
make three different decisions in how he's going to tackle in point zero 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 one of a second. When a player's running past and you're grabbing them, you've got to bring them to ground to stop them. Uh, and, and, and a bloke that's 20 kilos heavier than you. 20 kilos heavier in Dawson. What's he meant to do? I'll, I'll quickly release his arm so he can protect himself as he's going to ground. Now, I'll just turn this way just to make sure that I'm not going to... Um, he's not going to hit his head on the ground. I'm sorry, but that can't be done. You're, you're, you're making players... You're trying to make players make d- decisions on how they tackle in an instant where they don't... All they're doing is going, I've just got to grab you so you can't run off. Which it's easy to analyse all this when you're watching a super slow-mo. You play that in fast motion and tell me what a player's meant to do. It's the same one, it's the same argument I had with Will Day when he got done for his tackle when he was bringing a bloke to ground. There was no two actions. Now, the whole rule about when you're bringing someone to ground with the double action or the driving the head in the ground, there was those ones that should have been rubbed out, and, but now they've gone too far where they're just saying, anyone that hits their head, you're done. It, this is another case where... I know the AFL Players Association is a toothless tiger, but tribunal and suspensions affect one group of people. Who? Players. It it doesn't like I can grizzle about it in that. Yeah, I, but it makes no difference to me. The, the players association should be making the rules that that is not Suspendable. Yeah, but the problem is the Players Association are helping with the court case that's going against the AFL. Yeah. So they can't do both. <laughs> no, they can. Because they can come out and say, right, boys, this is... They're, they're all members of the Players Association. Yeah, they, all, they all pay their percentage I'm, in union I'm, fees. I'm starting to see something here, and I think it's the AFL are going, we're fucked with this court case. We need to change... Stuff via the tribunal for this whole year. I reckon there's you're going to see this. Well, we are. We're going to see this every week, and it could be worse. With even you'll see a head clash now that'll get suspended because they are. I think they are just royally. And who do you suspend in a head clash? Clearly the umpire. Oh, I was going to say because he should have stopped the play before it happened in point zero 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 one of a second because that's what their logic is at the moment. It's fucking warped. But I reckon th- th- this is definitely not going to be... We're going to see this every week and I purely reckon it's because of that court case. They go, well, we're fucked, but we have to make sure in the next two years, three years, however long that court case goes, that we can provide evidence that we are changing the game. Um, but they're, they're changing it for, for the wrong reasons. Yeah, and, um, and it's not sh- jumping at shadows, but they're, jumping, they're clearly worried about it. I thought we were going to get a... Travis Cloak moment that <laughs> Oh, who's it? Someone said that in the they're they're, they're um they're jumping at Mirith and the Shadow uh, uh, um yeah Mirith Shadow oh yep yeah, nah, smoke smoke and mirrors behind the windows smoke or something window th- uh, next question please um, that's what that was oh, someone, someone said that in a end of game interview this week I'm taking the piss out I think it might have been danger <laughs> we'll have to go find it um. We could talk about a few different things today. There's a lot to talk about, but uh, I guess the one that got everyone talking, big talking point on social media, was Matt Rowe um, doing the most weird pre-game thing I've ever seen. I've never seen a player eat the grass. Or oh, well, maybe it's never been caught on camera, but... Are they not paying him? <laughs> and he was just a bit peckish. Like, couldn't afford a subway, so he... But he, he didn't even... He didn't look around. He didn't think... He, it's... 
I reckon he's obviously done it before because I reckon that's why the camera was on him. Someone's someone's told Channel Seven, "Hey, keep the camera on Rao pregame." Yeah. Just I think they thought they were going to catch the rubbing, the smelling, and yeah. I can I can get a player doing that. Some people like to get into it, but to eat the grass. Yeah. He, how many pesticides did he ingest? So Channel Seven had the footage. Because it wasn't this week's game, it was last week's game, yeah, wasn't it? Channel 7 have the, had the footage and we're going to show it on the front bar last week. Mm. And Gold Coast asked them not to and they didn't and they didn't show it. Really? And then Fox went, uh, stuff that, we got the footage, we're showing it on bounce. <laughs> like, how, how do you know they were told uh, Gold Coast requested it not to be shown? That was on the radio oh, really? uh, in the last couple of days. Okay, which... Yeah. Which I didn't think Channel 7 could give us stuff, what a club requested. Do you know what? In saying that, you go, what are the... Uh, uh, Borchi tagged me and I said, he's a different unit. Because I think he is. I think he's one of those full football nuffies, like to oh, the point yeah. where... But for all we know, and we don't know, no one knows apart from anyone, and this is... This, I don't know this, and then I'm not saying this is the truth, but how do we know he's not... has some sort of level of autism? Like or or some sort of level of on the spectrum doesn't mean you can't be an AFL player with that because mm. we've never seen it we've never discussed it, but how do you know that isn't the case that maybe he there yeah. is a level of but mentalness that he cats and dogs ate grass for yeah. for tummy health maybe maybe he, maybe but he just needed a peppermint tea but couldn't find a tea bag. But you know when something that you get certain people in certain sports or certain uh, lines of work that are just fully obsessed and into their job that they have to immerse themselves in it and they do weird things. That could be it. But, but maybe that's why Gold Coast said, hey, don't play it. Or maybe they, they there is something with Matty Rao and they've gone, nah, we don't want that being shown. Um, but I must admit, it, it did the rounds on social for a 28 mm. hour. But you know what? I love it. I love it because the kid is, he is different. And we... Those kind of characters we don't allow to be in football anymore. Yeah. Now you got Akamanis. Anyone comes through, oh, you're attention seeking fuckwit. The guy won a Brownlow, so he can't be that attention seeking. Um, but uh, yeah, Matty Rao. <laughs> chewing, chewing. And speaking of Matty Rao, this comes to my last point I wanted to bring up because I saw a little redraft that they did from his draft window on what it would be. Now there's three players there that were in the top ten who are clearly the top three of that draft window at the moment because Matty Rao went number one. That is Tom Green from uh, GWS. Who is this in order? No, right. I'll just put them up there. But I'm saying out of these three, who goes number one? So it's Tom Green, got Caleb Sarong, who won the Rising Star and is arguably their best midfielder. Sorry, Brayshaw and him would be uh, their best midfielders. And uh, Noah Anderson, who has been flying under the radar for a long time because he wasn't Matt Rao, um, who, who is number one? Who would you pick if you had the top pick now? Green, well, Sarong, If I had a pick Anderson. of any of those three, I'd go Tommy Green. Tommy Green, yep. And then Anderson and then Sarong. Ooh. But, but I reckon you could ask ten people and get... Ten different results, yeah. Look, you'd want... I think they're very similar in player. Tom Green does go forward and kick goals. Anderson does too. So yeah. does Sarong. They're both t- – all three of them are tough. That is actually the hardest what? fucking pick. To who goes number one now if knowing If you got the worst them. one out of the three, you wouldn't win. you'd be okay. Yeah. Um, me personally, I would go oh, 
I'm a big fan of Caleb Sarong. Um, I'm going to go Sarong, Green, Anderson. But tomorrow I might go Anderson, <laughs> Green, Sarong. And the day after I'll go yeah. Green, Sarong, Anderson. That is a, that's Actually, that's when we go out there. We might put that up. Who? What would be your order if you were doing that redraft? If you were picking now. Because I reckon SEN put it up there and they had, uh, I think they had Anderson one. Yeah, right. Which was different. Um, but that whole top ten's a pretty star-studded top ten. But the reason I wanted to bring that up, either one of those three you could argue would win a brown line in the next five years. Um, probably more so Green, I believe, is probably your front-runner because they'll he's just so so tough and you see it every week. But Anderson was probably more consistent than those two are last year. And and Anderson, Anderson was, was brilliant last year. He was rocking up. He was... Getting big numbers. Big he had Took Miller there. Yeah. Still had people talk about Rao. He, he never got the attention. So maybe Anderson. But uh, yeah, three. Kicked one after the siren to win the game for him. Twice he's done that. Oh. Twice. Was time. One of them was just before the siren, I think. Yeah. Or, no, on the siren. Remember, it was going yeah. as he went in. Um, so yeah, three quality footballers. But um, may as well go into the tips next week. We might have to bring back a top five soon. Oh. I'll think of it. Top fives will go through. Uh, the tips this week. Oh, is it another? It hasn't been a hard round for most people most weeks. Everyone Two Friday night games this week. Yeah, because there's a non-Victorian and Friday night game. They and geez, they clash reckon, it again. Do you reckon when they did the fixture at the start of the year, they who would have thought West Coast would be shit? I mean, everyone. I would have. And so they've put them as a Friday night game. I think everyone has to get a Friday night game at some point during the year. So they've gone. We'll double it up. But why? Because of Mother's Day. They don't want. They only want two games on the Sunday. Uh, what do you got, your mum? What have uh, you got your mum? Same as I got her last year. Nothing. <laughs> You're a shit son. I'm the best son she's got. You're the only son she's got. Yeah, just because you have to fo- duke it out with three <laughs> others, mate. That's your problem, not mine. <laughs> Friday night, Richmond and G Long. G Long uh, for me. G Long. Yep. Uh, Gold Coast in a canter against Suns West Coast. Suns by plenty. Uh, this is a good game on Saturday. Actually, no, it's not. Sydney and Fremantle. I'm going to go Sydney. Sydney should win, but it wouldn't shock me if they... And the don't. Ice Bath Cup on uh, Saturday afternoon. Oh. North Melbourne, Port Adelaide. Have you heard that? Know that Ice Bath ice bath beer that they... Yeah. Uh, I'm in Queensland. And Port, Port Adelaide have, have grizzled about it and said no more. Well, Port Adelaide is saying, we're going to sue you. Sorry, it's got nothing to do with you guys. Surely it's um, Horn Francis. It's his image. It's him. I don't know how Port Adelaide's got anything to do with it. And and is it him? Personally, I'd be going, I love it. It's hilarious. Yeah, send me a cut. No, but you're going to give me royalties because if yeah. you're using me and my um, image, you can... You can Are they using more. his image? I haven't got a port jumper on. I don't know. That's he's got a North Melbourne... Or he's got a, sorry, a blue and white stripe jumper on in there. It's one to watch, you would have thought. Mm. Uh, that is uh, Port by a fair bit, you would have thought. North Melbourne might be level at quarter time because of the argy-bargy bullshit. Hawthorne might come through with an upset in the next game. Wouldn't have thought. Yep. Melbourne by... Plenty. In saying that, that's one of those games where Hawthorne might try and lock it right down and then the floodgates will open at some point. But um, that's a game, Melbourne, you'd want to go out there and have a... No, nah, Melbourne by plenty. Plenty. Uh, Brisbane-Essendon at uh, the Gabba. Brisbane by plenty. I think Brisbane. I don't know about plenty, but uh, it's interesting to see where the Bombers go in the next five weeks. Brisbane by about six goals. Six goals. That's not plenty. Or it is. Is it? 
Uh, and our differing tip here, Carlton and Bulldogs. I'm, I'm saying Carlton. The, the week after coming back from Perth, they've got an extra day off here. No, that's a, is that a Sunday game? Saturday night game. I suppose I have to go Bulldogs with what I said earlier, don't I? Well, you can't go Carlton. So okay. Yeah. Adelaide, St Kilda. Adelaide. Adelaide. Oh, oh, oh. Adelaide. Oh, I'm going to go Adelaide, obviously. Um, St Kilda's still in third. I just, it does my head in. Just yeah. cannot understand. Not for much longer. What the fuck's going on? Adelaide, yes. And, uh, and Collingwood, Collingwood to bring Adam Kingsley another loss. <sighs> Underrated game, this one. Mm. I think GWS have hit their, starting to get a bit of a groove. They did lose the Bulldogs, come down the G on a Sunday. In- Collingwood would hate that time slot. <laughs> 4.05 on a Sunday, the G, Mother's Day against GWS. Um, yeah, well, their supporters won't be... They're still going to rake in 50, 60. Their supporters won't be going to see Mum on Mother's Day. Why? I might be taking it to the footy, I guess. We're going to the footy, Mum. What do you mean we're having lunch, you idiot? Um, Uh, Collingwood in a... I'm going to say Collingwood in a tight one. Yeah. What was last week's... If Toby Green's not playing, well, well, then Collingwood got plenty. Last week's uh, margin against Sydney was 29. Mm. And... Whilst the game between Sydney and GWS was only tight or wasn't tight all day, Sydney led easily all day and then... Hard as a fish's asshole in the last uh, minute. Yeah, but then I reckon GWS are a fair bit better than Sydney. Fair bit? Yeah. Well, that's it for an episode. Had it all. Had a oh bit yeah, of Collingwood for me too. Bit of arguing, talked about the game. Once again, tribunal, as is every week. We'll bring a top five in next week to give you a bit of a change up, eh? Okay. Yeah? Top yep. f- top five Caesarisms. <laughs> what was that? You had a funky look on your face. Oh, thought the thought the wall was, uh, the floor was about to collapse. Oh, that's great. I'll get the fuck out of you then. See you later, guys.